What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, so you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, I'm uh, just getting over a slight little cold, I guess, and I'm, yeah, I'm upset that I got sick this late in the year. Um, I'm upset I got sick in general, but um, if you hear me sniffling or my throat, um, clearing my throat a bunch, just, just know I'm just getting over probably about two, three days ago by, by, by now, but uh, still, my voice isn't still uh, 100% to the point where I can talk for long periods of time without having to clear my throat. So that's the only disclaimer I have right here. If I'm speaking clearly as usual, then cool, I'm back. But anyways, um, this first topic, we're going to talk about DJ Khaled. We're going to talk about the fat man. We're going to talk about the producer who doesn't really produce music uh so people say me i don't listen to khaled i don't give a fuck about you know sure a number of the songs that he has quote produced um i liked um but it had nothing to do with this quote production of his it was more so of the artist's contribution that he 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 did uh that what's on these this that song or whatever right this is not a breakdown of Khaled's music this is a breakdown of Khaled's actions and and just me roasting the fuck out of the fat man I you know the same dude that basically uh that thinks he could get away with saying nigga or he says nigga you know uh you know when somebody should not be saying the word nigga if they cannot say it without sounding awkward he sounds like he knows he shouldn't say it, but he still wants to say it, you know? Uh, just like when uh, white girls at concerts, rap concerts, repeat it, and they say it, and they know that it is a little part of them that's like, I should not say this word, but then they feel so free when they're at these shows that they end up saying it, and they sound awkward as fuck, right? Um, so... Yeah, that's always an indicator of, uh, if you cannot tell by the person's skin color, of course, uh, or if the, if the person is black or not, uh, then you should be able to tell whether they should or shouldn't say the word nigga if they sound awkward as fuck saying the word nigga. So, <laughs> that's just my little lesson for y'all, but, uh, Khaled, well, I'm talking about Khaled this week, um, because I wanna, I mean, I vocalize my my, uh, I guess my displeasure of him throwing a temper tantrum, uh, being the big fat baby that he is, um, simply because he didn't get the number one album, well, he didn't get the number one album until he threatened to sue Billboard, and then Billboard did what Billboard does and be little bitches, and they caved in, and they gave him the number one spot, if that right there, alongside with other things Billboard has done, doesn't show you that that list is just, it's, it should not be taken seriously. I don't know what else. I don't know what else is going to happen because to me, the Cali situation actually topped it. But it's not the only situation to where Billboard, um, people should have looked at Billboard as this. It's, it's really not a big as big of a deal as people make it out to be. But this one takes the cake for me because it's like all it took was a guy to threaten to sue you. 
uh, and the reports kept saying a monster lawsuit. So yeah, he planned on suing Billboard for a bunch of money to the point where he would have to own Billboard in order for them to make money. Uh, because if if I don't know how much this monster lawsuit was going for, but if it's a monster lawsuit, then it sounds like he was trying to take them for everything. And all of that because he did not get the number one album. DJ Khaled, and this is going to sound racist as fuck or prejudiced as fuck. And I, I, I rest assured you, it's not uh, it's not my thoughts on everybody of Middle Eastern or Muslim faith. But DJ Khaled sounds like a fucking ISIS. Uh, uh, you know, he sounds like a goddamn, uh, you know, uh, uh, <sighs> dictator he sounds like an isis dictator man he sounds like if you don't give me my way i'm a big fat baby and you don't give me my fucking way i'm going to take everything from you (laughs) until you give me what you want right now let's just hope let's just hope Khaled doesn't run for president uh, of the United States. I don't know if he was, I, again, I don't know Khaled history. Maybe if you're a Khaled fan, you could tell me. I know that he represents or he reps Miami, Florida or Dade County, Florida. Anyways, he reps Florida. Uh, but I don't know if he was born in the United States or he moved here, or his family moved here or so or whatever, right? Um, but let's just hope this man doesn't run for president, Okay. It's bad enough we got the guy in the White House already. But the way Khaled is moving, like, if Trump's a big baby and Khaled's a big baby and he has dictator-type, um, you know, ways, God, may God be with America. That's all I got to say if Khaled were to ever become president. God forbid, too. Um, but in all seriousness, I didn't really like the how, how the way he moved. Now... Especially when he goes against this whole po- fake positivity bullshit he was spewing online. I wasn't paying attention to it. I know people was talking about how annoying it was. And I was, my simple thing was, well, dude, don't click on the videos. And if you saw a video that was playing and Khaled was talking, because a lot of these videos, if you don't have the automatic, I guess, uh, uh, you know, sound on or whatever, whenever a video pops up. You're not going to hear what the individual is talking about, at least for me. I don't know how your phone works. I don't know how you operate on your phone. But it, this goes for IG. This goes for Facebook. They go, this goes for Twitter. Basically, any anywhere where you can view a video that isn't YouTube, because the only way I can watch videos on YouTube is if, once again, I click on that video. But if these are videos that are just on a timeline or a news feed and there is no sound being played unless I click on the actual video itself. It doesn't matter if I'm scrolling up and down the newsfeed or timeline. Um, sound will not play unless I click on said video. Or if I click on the volume button to uh, just one time to turn it up. And then whatever video is in my face will start playing. I say all that just to say, if your phone operates like that and DJ Khaled annoyed the fuck out of you, all you had to do was continue sliding up and down or just going to another page or just refreshing your newsfeed and timeline you know complaining about how annoying he is while watching his videos but then continue to give him views that's not hurting him he's clearly a fat insecure dictator who 
wants to brag about these numbers being number one and look at all this, all these accolades, this, that, and the third. Look at you, you can tell he's flashy. It's already noticeable if he's flashy. If you didn't know anything about DJ Khaled, um, he's a flashy fat man, all right? Uh, but he's flashy as fuck, all right? So you got to look at all of what he does, all of how he operates. And I'm not saying everybody who is flashy is insecure and they operate the way DJ Khaled does. But you got to look at all of that and in conjuncture with every, how he's acting and how he handled this losing the number one spot to Tyler, the creator. Now, I didn't really like that Tyler out. I did my review on it on the My Two Cents podcast. Once again, I'll link that in the description box below. I did a good job last week. So once you're listening to this, <coughs> told y'all, but uh, nah, once you're listening to this, I mean, I guess done listening to this episode or whatever, or you can press pause, whatever works for you, boo boo. But you know, check out that and you'll hear my thoughts on Tyler's last album, Igor. Um, but I'll tell you just, just to not give away too much. I didn't really care for it. I didn't really like it. But I'm not the individual that's always going to say because I like... That's going to say. Not even always. But that's going to say. Because I like or dislike an album or feel indifferent about it. Everybody else has to feel the same. So if there was a bunch of people that liked that album. Tyler's album. And they got it to number one on Billboard. As fugazi as Billboard is then that was an organic occurrence and there's no way in hell I can hate on an organic occurrence of somebody winning the number one spot Tyler didn't have to throw a temper tantrum Tyler didn't have to uh, 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 threaten to sue uh, Billboard with a massive monster butt fucking type of lawsuit he didn't have to do all that he just put out a project and a number of people not including me Liked it to the point to where they, you know, kept purchasing it and kept purchasing it. And it got to the point that is number one. Up until Khaled threatened to sue Billboard. And they switched the placings of the two. Because Khaled's album was actually number two. And Tyler was number one. Now Khaled is number one and, and, and Tyler's number two. Before I get into why Khaled sued them, because I know I went all over the place, but I guess, but I got to ask Khaled a question. I got to ask this question. How do you consider yourself a real man? Serious question. How can you consider yourself a real man when you have to pull shit like this in order for you to get the number one spot? If you were are a real man or were a real man and you really wanted that number one billboard spot which is not a again i i got my thoughts about the billboard uh charts but you know artists i'm pretty sure artists they they want to be number one on billboard and other avenues as well so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know throw it out there and be like oh y'all are trash but whatever right you aspire for whatever you aspire to do but Khaled, if you were a real man and you wanted that number one spot from Billboard, all you had to do was work harder. Promote this shit because it's not a definite number one. It's not like when I do my listings of 
uh, albums of the year, songs of the year. It's not like, you know, at the end of the year, of course. It's not like I'm going to change my mind two hours later and be like, well, you know, nah. You know, Billboard is interchangeable uh, every fucking second, I feel like it. I feel like, um, you know, by next week, Khaled's not going to be number one. It's going to be some skinny white girl we ain't never heard of before. It's going to be some skinny white boy with tattoos and shit who has the young black man aesthetic, but he doesn't scare soccer moms. So, you know, my thing is, you could have easily waited, especially if you were the number two spot. You could have easily just said, I right, bet Tyler, you're number one. Not next week. I'm going to promote the shit out of this album. I'm going to make sure people buy this shit and da, 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 da. And then boom, I'm going to take over counter spot. That's what a real man would have done. Not cried and, and made lawsuits and then made rant videos about it. Talk about some, nobody listens to that weirdo music. How come the, he's number one when you don't hear his music being blasted outside of fucking cars and radios with cars rolling down the street? Let me tell you something. Right now, Khaled, right now, I, and I'm not even from the fucking West Coast. I'm not even living in the West Coast now. But right now, let me tell you who's the number one artist I hear blasted down the streets. Nipsey Hussle. Khaled, if your logic is, because if your logic is, the more you hear an artist on car radios, determines number one spots. Why the fuck is it Nipsey's uh, victory lap number one then? Hmm? Because all I hear is Nipsey up and down the streets. And I ain't even mad at that. That's not even a diss or nothing. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Because he's being blasted by me too. But Nipsey ain't nowhere near the number one on the Billboard charts. Not on the hip-hop charts, not on the general charts either. So number one, your, 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 your argument against Tyler... I ain't even have to like his last album, but that I hate that stupid ass argument people make about music. I ain't never heard of this artist before, so that means that artist is trash. Or I ain't never heard of this song before, so that means your song is trash. I ain't never heard the album, so that means that album is trash. No? The whole world what doesn't revolve around you and your likings, you piece of shit, arrogant bitch. What kind of fucked up mentality is that? Sure, if you're a young person and you think that way, and you think because you're a kid and all you hear on the radio is what it is, and you're naive, then I, you, you, I, I ain't cursing you out. But if you're a grown-ass, fat, ISIS dictator like, uh, uh, I was about to say Trump, <laughs> but like Khaled, <laughs> the, the Middle Eastern Trump, uh... You should know better. So, that rant was really stupid, my guy. It really was. Or should I say, nigga? It was really stupid, though. It was really dumb. It was, it, and you deleted it because you got backlash from it. You're getting backlash from a lot of other industry people, which is a surprise to me because I feel as though the only reason why Khaled, especially 
to black industry folks but the only reason why Khaled blew the fuck up the way that he did back in the days is because he was the funny flashy uh non-black guy that made the black people feel good because it's a non-black person that likes to hang out with them that's number one and two oh this dude is down with us he's real he's invited to the barbecue he can bring his halal It's probably the wrong religion, but let me ride. Anyways, um, yeah, that rant was dumb. The whole idea of, because yes, there was a time, there was a time where I'd be in the streets or I'd just be in the car riding, not me blasting the Khaled music, but then the car next to me or somebody, because I could hear it. I was blasting a Khaled, quote, produced song. But listen to what I just said. There was a time. <laughs> Once upon a time. In West Philadelphia. But nah. Not just in West Philadelphia. But all over. the Like I've never been to West Philly. So I can't tell you. But in Boston especially. Right? Where I'm at. Yes there was. Once a time where. Folks was blasting. Uh, Khaled produced tracks. But let me tell you Khaled. Like I was saying earlier when I started off this segment. It's not because of you, my nigga. It's because of the artists. If there was a reason why someone was blasting a Khaled produced track. I am, quote, produced track. Um, I am willing to bet nine times out of ten. It was, I, if I was to ask every individual. Yo, why you listen to this song? Oh, it's because I like Lil Wayne. Oh, it's because I like Ace Hood. Oh, because I like Fat Joe. Oh, it's because I like T-Pain. Oh, it's because of Plies. It's because of this artist, that artist, all the various artists artists who uh, was on the songs or have collabed with Khaled over the years. Oh, it's because this dude, uh, Rihanna. Uh, dude, Rihanna. Wow. Wow, I'm sorry, Rihanna. I, I'm not even going to cut that out, right? It's because my girl, Rihanna. Whoever worked with Khaled in the past, right? Rick Ross. I'm pretty sure they're going to say nine times out of ten. I'm willing to guess nine out of the ten people I ask is is, is going to say the artist. I want to say ten out of ten, but I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you one, Khaled. Maybe somebody who's going to say, "Man, this is a Khaled project." You know, I fuck with the Khaled projects, even though once again it is debatable whether he contributes shit or does he just brings a bunch of his friends and put them all in this one track. Now, I don't know if you call that producing. I don't know what you consider that. Again, I don't give a fuck about that shit. He doesn't really make the music that I like. And if he does grab an artist, if he, out of the like eight artists he has on one track, at max, two or three of them are artists I actually like. The rest of them, it's like I don't really give a fuck about. It's only been one time where... Uh, he has put a, a, number, a numerous artists on one song, and I'm like, okay, I, 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 I like, I like his contribution. I like this. I like, I, I like everybody's contribution. But I can only think of that happening with one time. Other than that, you know, I again, this ain't a Khaled breakdown of his music, but 
you know, this 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 is a Caleb breakdown of his his fucking personality, his trash assness. Uh, and for those wondering how he tried to go about the whole number one spot when when uh, before the listings came out of who got number one. Um, I guess he did some deal to where he's trying to sell merch or trying to sell some shit. Uh, so if people ended up buying this thing, it would have equal to a purchase of a Khaled album or his last album, um, Father of Assad, which I hope he's not teaching his son to, to be this, uh, arrogant little man baby like he is. Uh, but you know, uh, it was supposed to be some package deal or whatever. So, like, I got this bottle of Gatorade right in front of me, right? Gatorade's not paying me to pr- promote their shit. But Gatorade, don't expect any more uh, shout-outs from me if you're not cutting that checks. But, anyways, everybody get one free shout-out. But I got this bottle of Gatorade right here. And that would be like me just, right, if I'm trying to, if I put out a fucking... You know, I make beats, so why not? If I put out an album full of beats, right? A beat tape or whatever. Or just an album with beats on it, right? And for each each uh, sale of Gatorade or specific flavor of Gatorade, right? Uh, you know, let's just say cherry. This is not, uh, you know, this is not the flavor I got in my hand. But let's just say cherry. So... For each uh, sale that the Cherry Gatorade gets, it, I, it somehow equates to an album sale for my album that I'm putting out, right? And then come next week, I get beat out by some, quote, weirdo that nobody listens to, but apparently got the number one track, right? Um, yeah, try to do some me trying to do some fugazi shit and then still failing. You know what I'm saying? Like doing failing, cheating on a test and still failing. Um, cheating at a you know on a sports game or whatever and still losing. Um, you know that that would be the equivalent of that basically of what happened to Cali. Uh, and then the other equivalent would be me. Um, Throwing the tantrum and, and, and uh, threatening to, you know, uh, threatening a lot, uh, a massive monster, you know, lawsuit against whatever entity gave me or gave the quote weirdo rapper or weirdo uh, the number one spot because, you know, they organically earned it. And by assumption, of course. Uh, that would be just like it. So, I know a lot of people was breaking up the whole Nicki Minaj shit. Because apparently, I guess with her last project, she did the same thing with Khaled. Uh, that Khaled did. She had some package deal shit. And Billboard was like, nah, you ain't getting this number one spot. Because you out here trying to fugazi the sales. So, a lot of people were upset that they gave Khaled... The number they gave in to Khaled with the number one spot because he basically did the same thing Nicki Minaj did, and Khaled didn't get number one, neither did Nicki. Uh, I'm not sure what placing Nicki got, uh, 
that she did get the number one because when she lashed out, people were on her about that shit. Uh, but you know, it's the same situation. I'm going to say this: maybe Nikki, Nikki should have threatened to sue them, and 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 you know, sue them to oblivion, and maybe they would have given her the spot. That or Billboard does look suspicious, right? I can see why people would be upset and say, hey, you know, uh, um, Nicki Minaj did the same thing, right? But how come you're not giving her the number one, even though that was a long time ago, I don't think it would matter now. Uh, because like I said, these, these billboard charts don't fucking matter. As I alluded to earlier, if it's really that easy to get the number one spot threatened to sue these motherfuckers, then you should not take this seriously. One bit. One bit. Not one bit. I don't understand how people can't see that. But people are fucking idiots. So I don't... I'm not really surprised at the end of the day that people can't see that. Um... But it's just, I'm not going to go into the whole gender wars bullshit that people always constantly want to do. But I will say those people do have a point to a degree. But at the same time, this is more, you got to, you got to, you got to take that up with Billboard, right? Now, Billboard in the future still does not give people the number one spot if they do these stupid ass package deals. Because they know their music sucks and they know that's the only way that's going to get sales is if they package it with some shit and people buy that shit and that somehow equals to an album sale. I hate it when Jay-Z did that with his, not his last album, but like a couple albums before that or an album before that or so where if you had like a Galaxy at the phone, if you had like an Android, a Gal- one of the Galaxy phones that was out at the time, right? Uh, and you purchased that shit, it was like the automatic download of his album, that album he released at the time, and that counted for an album sale. I thought that was whack as fuck. I think to me that just shows a lack of uh, when any artist do it. I'm not just talking about Jay-Z, but when any artist does it, it shows a lack of confidence in your own ability to organically sell albums. If you got to do some package deal like that. And again, it's this whole idea of this being number one is, is the most important and shit. Let me tell y'all something. A lot of my favorite albums get no type of burn, no type of shine. Now, last year was different. I was glad to see when uh, Kali Uchis and Jan- J- Janelle Monet, um, a number of artists that I actually favored and loved their projects that released last year, getting Grammy nominations and, and Billboard chartings and all these other chartings as well. Uh, but that doesn't always happen. But when it does or if it doesn't happen, that doesn't make me like or dislike an album more. What makes me like or dislike an album What makes me like an album, really, is my feelings. And what makes me dislike an album is my feelings, okay? I don't give a fuck about how many sales it got. I don't give a fuck about the number one charting on whatever charts. 
if I fuck with it, I fuck with it. And that's how everyone should, 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 uh, operate. That's also how these charting should operate too. But again, it's all politics. It's mainly politics, but it's also a popularity contest, at least with the award shows and it's politics as well. It's a mixture of both things that should not be involved because what should be involved is if the music is fucking good. Nope, that and if people actually gravitate toward. That's that I have given DJ Kelly too much of my time already. Um, I just want to say, Kelly, eat shit and uh, grow the hell up. And uh, maybe if you. Here's one last thing. I think that nigga lying about um, not eating his wife's pussy. Have you seen his wife? His wife is fine as fuck. But have you seen his wife? She doesn't look like she play around. Khaled is probably the biggest punk in the fucking world. He does all this machismo acting. And to be the most machismo acting motherfuckers that be the biggest punks when they're at home with their old lady. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's That term sounds corny as fuck. I don't know why I say that. With their woman. I. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing that they're at home and they're catering to their woman. I'm not, that's not being a punk. That's actually being a loving person. But I'm saying like when she says, nigga, you're going to eat this pussy, right? He going down. Now, she's the type of person that's not going to call him out. At least not yet. Now, if they get a divorce and she ends up getting, you know, a, being an IG model, some shit like that, she comes out and says, "Yeah, that nigga was always eating my pussy, and he ate my ass too." <laughs> I won't be surprised. Uh, but I think he's lying because he's he's again he's the machismo guy. He's the hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm the man here, and I don't do that shit. And blase, blase, blah, right? Even though all the artists, all the male and female artists that he has worked with have eaten pussy. So stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Khaled. Stop it. Stop it. I'm going to stop this segment and hit y'all with an ad. But Khaled, stop it. Alright, we back. Last segment. We're here to talk about Candace Owens. Alright. So I'm not gonna do a big breakdown of Candace Owens. I mean she is no stranger to my commentary. But you know, she's in the I guess or was in the limelight for a bit. Um after debating with uh Dr. Cornell West um on whatever avenue that nobody really paid attention to really uh well just a select few but basically i believe she made statements talking about she made statements talking about how uh she believed black folks were better off 100 years after slavery than we are now today um now she's made statements like this before how uh basically um, you know, uh, alluding to slavery being the, in the Jim Crow era, I should say, uh, being a beneficiary to black folks, um, you know, and my sentiments 
were always the same. Um, we had to go through hell in order for us to find a, a sense of, of, of peace or to get something to benefit from the bullshit we went through. Now, a lot of people always like to say they're going to get upset because I'm saying we and I'm not a part of that. Uh, I wasn't literally there. But y'all got to keep that same energy. Because y'all don't keep that mindset of this whole we and I'm going I'm side uh, tracking for a bit, but I'll come back. But y'all don't keep that collective we when somebody says some shit about America or does some shit about America. Let's talk about 9-11 attack. A lot of people say we were attacked, we were this. A lot of Americans say that. Especially a lot of white Americans say that. But the reason why you're saying that, you're able to say that, is because, number one, you're still alive. The people who were literally attacked who literally killed that day aren't able to say we were attacked why because they're dead also this happened in New York City you may not live in New York City so if you're going based off of this literal we Whenever black folks get say you get upset, right? Well, you're an, you wearing a slave. If you're going based off of that, then you gotta take that literal li, literal we out of your vocabulary. You well, you gotta base that literal we when it comes to situations like that. Because where were you on 9-11? You weren't on that plane. You weren't in the Twin Towers. You weren't at the Pentagon. You wasn't even in New York City. So, why is it okay for you to say we when it comes to that? We when it comes to all these other situations. But when black folks say it, I know the answer. I ask these questions all the time, knowing the answer. But I just want to hear from the camel's mouth. I just want to hear what the fuck you're going to say, right? I like to see people dance. I like to see people dance around their bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I can make you dance if I want to, right? I just like seeing people dance around bullshit, man. So don't get on me. Don't get on any other black person when we say we about, because I am cluing to myself in this we, we meaning me and you. If you're black, but don't get on us about this whole we shit. And you weren't a slave, you weren't okay. Sure, I wasn't a slave. Me literally was not a slave during the slave era. But you weren't a victim of the 9/11 attacks, America. If we're being literal, the people who are on that plane, the people who are in the twin towers, like once again the Pentagon. Uh, they were victims of it. Not me. 
I was in the class. I was a kid when it happened. I was what fourth, fifth grade when that happened. I was sitting in the classroom, and my class, my school, did not get uh, attacked. But you're gonna say, "Well, it's America. Aren't you an American, right?" And it was an attack on America. So slavery was an attack on black folks. And I am a black folk. So, Mr. Wee Man, you're dancing again. (laughs) And your dancing is rhythmless and it looks silly like a white man. Anyways, back on to Candace Owens. So, like I said, she believes that we were better off we included her black ass was in, uh, were uh, better off 100 years after slavery than we are now I am inclined to say that I agree <laughs> with Candace Owens to a degree yeah yeah I'm not gonna jump on the 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 uh, hate train because that's the popular thing to do and of course Candace Owens is one of the popular black figures or one of the popular uh, Republican figures it's cool to hate on so I'm gonna jump on that train now if you say something no matter your political ideology if you say something that I think is has some type of uh, I guess intelligence or some truth to it, then I'm gonna defend you. What Candace is failing to mention though is why black people are in the state that we are in right now. Compared to when segregation was going on and black people were only allowed to do business and associate with other black people. Black businesses were booming. Black Wall Street, a big example of that. And all these other uh, entities were our big example, uh, situations were big examples of what happened when black economics was growing. Because black folks and white folks were separating and integration wasn't a thing and black folks only had to do were in a way forced to just do business with our own yes we had our own black neighborhoods because of this we had negro lead sports that was fire because of this we had black owners of these teams we had black coaches We have black schools, hospitals, businesses in general. So in that sense, when she talks about it in that sense, I don't see how anybody could disagree. Unless, uh, once again, you're just doing the we hate Candace Owens thing. So I'm going to hate everything that she says. She could, it could be, you know, it's sunny as fuck right now as I'm recording this. She can say, hey guys, it's sunny. The people who hate her, are gonna say it's not sunny. They're gonna say you a stupid bitch and blah 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 blah. You a coon. You a this. You a that. Cause 
Despite whatever you think about her politics, she just stated a fact, though. That it is sunny outside. Is it not sunny outside? Based off of my barometer, right, of where I'm at, people. I'm not going, this is a podcast, so you can't see the visuals because I ain't got no cameras recording me or nothing. So you cannot see what it's looking like outside, but trust and believe. And if you're out in Boston right now, you can attest to this, that on Saturday, uh, June 15th, uh, what time is it? 11.21 a.m. It is sunny as hell outside. You can attest to this. Don't bullshit me. Don't uh, Once again, no matter your politics, do not bullshit me. And I'm saying no matter your politics, and I disagree with uh, Candace Owens' politics. I don't feel the need to to show y'all how much of, I, uh, uh, of a non-Republican that I am. I don't need to prove my non-Republicanness. <laughs> you know, I don't need to do all that shit. But right is right. And I'm not talking about right as in the direction of the political spectrum. I'm talking right as in the opposite of wrong. And right is right. She was right about that. Black folks back in the day, we had our own shit. More so then than we do now. I've mentioned how segregation kind of made things worse for black folks. But it ends there. My agreeance with Candace, Candace Owens ends there. What she is purposely leaving out is the systematic breakdown of the black communities. What she is purposely leaving out is everything the gover- the the US government did to make sure that these black communities weren't co- weren't going to thrive cuz they gave us the shitty schools to get the shitty areas and we made them shits beautiful they gave us fucking dirt and we made mountains with them Once they saw that, they wanted to take us down. That's the shit that she's forgetting to mention. And she's not forgetting to mention. Let me not bail her out. She's not forgetting to mention. She's failing to mention on purpose because if she were to mention these things, that will go against everything that she's been preaching. All this whole it shit where she wants black people to stop uh, primarily voting for Democrats and, and, and go into the Republican Party whereas both parties are no different when you think about it they all want to manipulate a base and they want whatever greedy gangs they can get from said base yeah you have people from all political parties who actually give a fuck about the people but that's certainly not all of everybody of these groups unfortunately (laughs) so Candace does make a point at the end of the day but she is purposely leaving out why 
black folks are fucked up today. She's purposely leaving out the, once again, the systematic racism and the, the, the systematic crumbling of the black communities and, and falling up because it's not like we were at the top and then we all of a sudden just decided to fuck with each other and say, let's fuck up all this goodness that we have. Sure, do black people play a part in the fuckery that goes on in our own communities? Sure. I'm not going to turn a blind eye to that. I'm not going to bird box that shit simply because, again, it's not a picture that I want to be painted out there. It's the truth. I don't want it to be the truth, but the truth is the truth. I say this all the time, people. If there's something true about yourself or just something true in general that you don't want it to be true, denying is not going to make it any less true. Actions is going to make it less true. Changing, making changes will make these things less true. If you are, if you hate that the black community as we can do, can be destructive to ourselves. And this is cool talk right here, I guess. But if we, if you're, if you hate that truth as much as I hate that truth, denying it isn't going to make it any less true than it is. What will make it less true is if we educate ourselves on why we should stop fucking ourselves up. And then do the complete opposite of what we're doing to fuck ourselves up. You know, change behavior. I know that seems like a lot to a a lot of motherfuckers, black or not. Because accountability is something a lot of people struggle to understand or comprehend. So it all starts with accountability first. And then it starts, then, then the action follows after the accountability. But if you're not going to hold yourself accountable, if you're always going to point fingers and say, it's this, that, and the third, granted, yes, the government's involvement has played a large hand in why the, the, the black community is as fucked up as it is today. And once again, that's something Candace Owens purposely left out because that goes against everything that she's saying. If she were to mention that, then she would be agreeing with me. She doesn't want to agree with me and other people who make that point constantly. So she'll give you a slice of the pie, but not giving you the whole pie, not telling you the entire ingredients of what made this pie, but she'll give you one thing should tell you one ingredient that's a part of it but it it make it seem as though that is the only ingredient no bitch you didn't just use butter to use this to make this pie there was more into this pie that was is there's just butter butter is just one of the many ingredients as to why this pie is made the way that it's made don't just say butter nah anyways that's all I got to say for this uh, segment. And that will wrap up this episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest. Same guy. Different name. Timestamps in the description box below. 
Also, my other podcast and my two cents podcast in the description box below. That is strictly music talk. If you're tired of my politics, if you're tired of me talking shit about your favorite quote producers or whoever the fuck, go over there and listen to me talk shit about your favorite music. So, uh, until next time, until next episode, stay black if you're black, stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter, LGBT Lives Matter. And I am out. Peace.